Wow. What a crazy year it has been since this past Wednesday. Nation. Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. No, I got nothing. Grassy, and today, which will most likely be the last time that I even talk about this, uh, we're going to break down Aaron Rodgers' comments uh, that he made on the Pat McAfee show in an over 45-minute interview in which he explained uh, a litany of things, but explained his stance on why he decided to not get vaccinated, uh, defending himself against accusations that he lied to fans and media when he said he was immunized the whole nine yards. And as I have done in the past when we were going through this summer, we were already talking about vaccinations. We were just talking about the whole Aaron Rodgers saga. I implore you, go watch it for yourself, form your own opinions, etc. And before I even dive into this um i'm actually gonna skip to the very end something that aaron Rodgers said and i think it it was very well said um and it actually resonated with me because i didn't disagree with absolutely everything that aaron Rodgers said but i also disagreed with him and stuff and that and that's my personal opinion he said the right is gonna champion me the left is gonna cancel me i don't give a shit about either of them politics is a total sham he then went on to say that he has no interest in going on fox news or cnn and i wanted to Start there, um, because I think we have gotten to a place where we are unable to kind of ingest anything that differs from our own political, religious, whatever values, views, what have you, and still move on with our lives. I mean, Twitter is not a real place, but Twitter the past few days, I was just tweeting out quotes from the Aaron Rodgers interview and they tore themselves apart. And I think based on that, based on the comment section, based on this, people are coming in with their preconceived notions. And I feel like if you were on the right, you watch this and you're like, oh my God, I love Aaron Rodgers. That's great. And these are broad strokes, obviously, in generalities. And you're on the left, you were just like, oh, he's the worst person ever. I hate him so much. And I I think that there is no more nuance. But at the same point, this is not even defending or advocating for Aaron Rodgers. I, I implore you, this is putting on like my teacher hat for a second. If I was able to have really difficult conversations on every single topic with a group of 30 18-year-olds who all come from different backgrounds, different orientations, different views, etc. I think that you could have enough critical thinking and or patience and or time or compassion, empathy, etc. to at least listen to what other people are saying before you just come in here and you're just like, ah, oh, and spouting whatever rhetoric you're going to spout. That's me on my pedestal for a hot second, but... I implore you before you go and leave like crappy comments on wherever you're going to leave them, whether it's this page or other pages or just on social media, um, you know, because I, I think that would that would go a long way. So 
Let's get started with this interview, and it was a lengthy one. The way that Aaron Rodgers started this interview uh, said, I realize I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now before the final nail gets put in my cancel culture casket. Um, not a great way to start <laughs> because, unfortunately, uh, this issue is very, very political, uh, unfortunately. And Aaron Rodgers even said as much and said, like, this is supposed to be a health issue, and unfortunately, politics has gotten into it. However, the language that Aaron Rodgers just started the interview off with was already charged with a whole bunch of political language. Referring to the woke mob, he refers to the left numerous times, he brings in talking about Trump and talking about the left, etc. So right off the bat, if you don't want this to get political or you want to try to stay above the political rhetoric, then maybe think about the way that you're talking about it. And again, he could say whatever the heck he wants, but... I also thought it was incredibly ironic that you have a man who was going on the Pat McAfee show, which at the time, because I was watching it live, had 75,000 live viewers, is going to be seen by millions of people complaining about cancel culture. No one's canceling you, Aaron. Like, you're going to be done at, and hopefully out of quarantine in 10 days, and you're going to go back and play football. Like, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play football. No one's canceling you. Listen, if the Packers decide that they don't want you on the team next year, there's plenty of other teams that are going to sign you, right? And and that, I think, is... It's, just, it's pure irony. Like, you have a platform in which you can speak uninterrupted for nearly 20 minutes, and every, no one's interrupting you. He acknowledged in the beginning about the press conference in which he said he was immunized and... What he said was during that time, it was a witch hunt in which people were trying to out and shame unvaccinated players. You saw with Cole Beasley, Kirk Cousins, etc. And Rogers said, if there had been a follow-up to my comment, because he planned, he said, I planned to say I was immunized. If there had been a follow-up, he would have said that he's not a flat earther, he's not an anti-vaxxer, and basically would have said all the things that he said in this interview. So he kind of put the onus on the media saying, like, listen, it's your fault for not asking me the follow-up. If you did, this is what I would have said. But he basically saying that he was trying to minimize and mitigate the having this conversation, which now he is having. Whether he's in the wrong or the right for that, honestly, that's up for the audience and that's up for the public to decide. I know the media is not happy about it, but whatever. But people I know are upset about that because it comes forward as maybe being dishonest and not being completely forward. Um, and it seemed like Rogers wanted to avoid any type of backlash, any type of, you know, insult or critiques or criticism, what have you. And he was able to do that by navigating around that question. But now it's just coming out because that was months ago. And so now it just comes off as disingenuine. And again, some of you might not have a problem with that, but this is the take from some people. He also came out and said the reason why he couldn't take two of the vaccines was because he was allergic to an ingredient in the both mRNA vaccines. So that ruled out Pfizer and Moderna. He then talked about J&J, &J, how it got pulled and there was blood clots, even though the blood clots primarily were just affected women, but I'm not even here to basically say this is why Aaron Rodgers should have gotten vaxxed because that's that's not even what this conversation is. Like, it's not. Like, I, t I said that on Wednesday. Rodgers' decision not to get vaxxed, right, hurt the team based on the NFL protocols. It's still his decision, and I still stand by what I said on GPS, talking about that no one is forcing Aaron Rodgers to get a vaccine. Not before this, not after it. They're making his life pretty miserable, 
But at the same time, he's still able to play football. He's still able to go to work, do his job, et cetera, have platforms like this. Nobody is forcing a vaccine in your arm. So you can go and do all the things that you want to do. You just have to abide by the rules and we'll talk about that momentarily. So instead of going for the vaccine, instead he said he went through months long immunization protocol. He did not expand on what that was by any way, shape or form. He just said that it stimulated his immune system to defend himself against COVID. So we have no idea. The league was aware since day one. The team was aware since day one. So that's not a problem any way, shape or form. When he got back to the Packers, he started to appeal to the league and said, hey, I went through this month-long process or these months-long process. Uh, can I basically get a vaccinated designation instead of going through all of these protocols, which he was very clear on, he disagreed with a lot of them. He said that he gathered 500 pages of research from his medical team, did this, that, and the other thing. And he said he sat down with one of the doctors and one of the doctors said that it was impossible for a vaccinated person to spread COVID or to get COVID, which is false, like that's not true. However, what's coming out now, and this was just tweeted out by Rob Demosky of ESPN, NFL sources are now coming out and saying that Rodgers never talked to a league doctor during this process, and the process was also anonymous, meaning they didn't even know it was Aaron Rodgers, they just said it was a person from Green Bay. So already there's conflicting stories here. But Rodgers summed this up and basically said that he did what was best for his body. And I gotta be honest, like, okay, great. Cool, do what you gotta do, bud. At the same time, you still gotta follow the protocols. Like this, this, this conversation pivoted in which it became like, oh, well, like I'm not vax, so let's talk about that a whole lot. Instead of the fact that, hey, you weren't forward back in the press conference and you could have been, and probably this would have blown over in like a month or two, not even because who's talking about Cole Beasley? Yeah, there's jokes or like Kirk Cousins, there's jokes, but it would not have become this complete firestorm that it was if that had just been said in the beginning. So he finishes that up saying that he's not telling anyone to get vaxxed or not to get vaccinated. He then goes on to talking about wanting to be a father and he's worried about potential reproductive harm that could be done from the vaccine, in which there's no data that suggests that. If anything, there's actually data that suggests that you could have reproductive issues if you get COVID. But again, neither here nor there. He then pivoted to talk specifically about the protocols that the NFL is using for unvaccinated players and basically says that they are not rooted in science. He went through and said, hey, like I gotta get tested every single day. I got to go wait in my car for 30 to 40 minutes for the test results to come in. Then I can go in. I got to wear a mask everywhere all over the facility. I got to wear like a yellow bracelet that is basically saying like, hey, I'm unvaccinated. He talks about his travel restrictions and not able to leave the hotel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Going through all of these just because he's unvaccinated. And here, I think he brings up actually a really great point because he says that vaccinated players who can still get COVID they get tested and they're able to go right into the building. And if their test pops positive in 30 to 40 minutes, well, they've just been around a whole bunch of people. So they're like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has a great point. That seems like it's very arbitrary and doesn't really seem like a great policy. Something that could have been brought up during the NFLPA meeting in which they were designing these protocols. And that's what I'm talking about with nuance, because just because Aaron Rodgers is wrong about a few things doesn't mean that everything he's saying is wrong, but it's also the inverse, because if you're saying that there's some great points that he makes, it doesn't mean that all the points he's making are great. He said that he followed all those protocols to a T. The only one that he didn't follow was in the media auditorium, because he said, 
it made no sense to him in which media members vaccinated have masks. So he goes like, why should you care? Because you got, you're vaccinated against COVID. And there's a couple of problems with this logic. One, just because they're vaccinated, as he said himself, and we know you can still get COVID. And if you're unvaccinated, you are more likely to get COVID. And we could talk about vaccines and, you know, how over these months, like the efficiency has gone down about actually being able to protect against COVID. That's why there's boosters that are coming out, et cetera, et cetera. But the second problem with this is that those be the rules. Like it doesn't matter if it makes sense to you or not. And you could be like, well, listen, you know, some rules are meant to be challenged. And he's very clear about that. He then quoted Martin Luther King and basically said that if there was unjust rules that they should be challenged and potentially disobeyed. But I'm not even going to get into that because that was audacious to say the very least. I'm not saying he's comparing himself to MLK because that's not it. And that's being taken out of context. I'm talking about MLK talking about racial segregation and then you using this because you have to go through a whole bunch of protocols. Not the same thing. But Rogers basically said the reason the NFL has all these protocols is to make it the most, and I quote, unfun year as possible, which I don't think that's why the NFL is doing it. I mean, we could talk about the motives of why the NFL is doing things, but uh, to make it unfun for Aaron Rodgers, I don't think that's it. And Rodgers can claim that he didn't sign anything, but the NFL PA came up with these protocols with the NFL and Aaron Rodgers is a member of the NFL PA. And yes, maybe if he stood up and said something, like they're just like, ah, oh, sorry, Rodgers, like the majority of us agree. That's the rules. Like that's the rules of your employment. You know the rules, you've known them for months. Like this is just the way it's gonna be. And, and to the NFL's credit, look, we are allowed to have fans back in the stadium. On top of that, we haven't had like too many breakouts. Like this is good news. And yet it's like, well, they don't make sense to me. And if the NFL actually decides to punish Aaron Rodgers for the press conference issue, even though I think Aaron Rodgers is in the wrong there because he can't just pick and choose which protocols he's going to follow, they're going to be super hypocritical because Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, other unvaccinated players in the league have also conducted press conferences without face masks. So if it's one thing where the NFL is just like, uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen this for months because we've watched Aaron Rodgers press conference and didn't do anything about it. Well, then shame on you. That's on you and you not enforcing your own protocol. The only time I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to face an actual fine is because he had that house party in which he's unvaccinated, had other players with him in which the NFL does have policies and regulations about that. He talks about how Alan Lazard is unvaccinated and people tried to cancel him. I quite honestly did not see anyone trying to cancel Alan Lazard, but Maybe it was something that I missed. He said that the media was trying to, and I quote, shame out and cancel unvaccinated people. There's that cancel word again. He mentioned it multiple times and basically shame people that they weren't vaccinated, that they're the most dangerous people in this country right now. He then went on to talk about the GMs and how they basically said, hey, we're not going to sign you unless you're vaxxed. And so that forced players to actually go and get the vaccine without a real option because they wanted to play football. And to that, I, I understand, but that's the employment. Like, you don't have to play football. Like, like I, that, and that's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying that of like, oh, you know, that's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Like, you not having employment because of it, sure. But if those are the rules and regulations in which the Players Association agreed to, then it is what it is. Like, that, that's what, then you can make the decision to not get the shot. And you can make the decision, hey, I'm going to run the risk and potentially not get signed. Or, hey, I'm going to go find a different career path. And if you're like, Tom, that seems a little over the top that they have to give up on their dream. 
yeah, we're also in some pretty freaking fracking unrealistic and unexpected times. It's a pandemic, people. It still is. It's been that way for a while now. Rogers then had a quote basically saying, if the vaccine is so great, then why do people who are vaccinated get COVID, share COVID, and die of COVID? And again, like, this is just simple stuff. Like, you can go and find this on the CDC website and basically all the peer-reviewed studies in the world that say, if you are vaccinated, the likelihood of you dying is significantly lesser, of spreading it is lesser, and actually recovering from it is higher if you are vaccinated. But again, if you are already entrenched in your views, it really doesn't matter what I'm going to put in front of you. And he's saying all of this stuff. And again, I'm not disagreeing with Rogers' idea of like, hey, listen, this is what I thought was best for my body. That's fine. But he talks about going and spending all this money on a medical team and what have you. And then comes out of nowhere and it's like, oh, yeah. And I also consulted Joe Rogan. It's one thing if you're going to come from a place and basically say, hey, I am going to do this homeopathic stuff and this is how I'm going to treat my body and then to throw Joe Rogan in at the same time and ignore all the doctors who are countering the points that he's making and instead going to a guy like Joe Rogan, who last time I checked doesn't have a medical degree, as Bill Burr himself stated when on his show, like that to me is like, buddy, what are we doing? Like, like, what are we doing? And again, that is his option. But if you are going to make the claim that you're basically going through all the boxes, 500 pages of research, bah, 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 and then going, oh, well, now I'm talking to Joe Rogan. I, I just feel like that argument is undercut just a little bit. And then after saying he didn't want to make it political, he made it political by saying that Trump championed the vaccine and the entire left uh, was against it. And then when Biden won, it flip-flopped, which again is disingenuine. I think, I don't know if it's intentionally obtuse. That's just not the case. Besides that video you see floating around TikTok that is just edited and cut without context. The full quote is, I will agree with the medical professionals because people are going after like Kamala Harris. And I, I don't I don't give a crap about the politics. I don't give a flying crap. It was like, I don't trust Trump. And I don't care if you're a Trump fan. I don't care if you're anti-Trump. I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care. But again, to not want it to be political, why are you bringing politics into it if we're trying to stay above it? That's just neither here nor there, and I need alcohol. So then Rogers finishes this up and basically says that this should be a conversation and not controversy, which I don't necessarily disagree with. I also will say I think this was a self-inflicted controversy because if this was just cleared up in the beginning of the year, this would not be happening right now. And I think at the end of the day, Rogers is more than able, willing, and should believe whatever he wants. Whether the facts are on his side or not, Rogers is going to do what he's going to do. I think to go on a platform to say that you're getting canceled and that platform is directly contradicting your statements because you're obviously not. And to spread misinformation, which he did, like he spread misinformation. And I'm not saying everything that he said. I'm saying that there were things that he said that were just false, like they were not true. And then to basically say, I'm the victim here. I, I, ju I just think it's unnecessary. And I think that's what this all comes down to. It's just so unnecessary. And I'm not saying, oh, he should have just gotten the shot. No, 
It's just unnecessary. If Aaron Rodgers said, I had an allergy, so that's why I didn't get the two vaccines and I didn't feel comfortable getting the third and it was my body and my choice, done. That's it. That's a 90-second conversation. Let's wrap it up and go home. But then to go on a 45-minute conversation and talk about point by point and making excuses and talk about how terrible these protocols are that you did agree to because the NFLPA did... Like, it just is unnecessary. And it's just bringing unnecessary drama and spotlight to himself as well as the team. Matt LaFleur, oh, God bless Matt LaFleur, was asked questions in the, the, the by the press today, was asked about this. And Matt LaFleur is like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about the Chiefs and I want to talk about the Green Bay Packers. I want to talk about Jordan Love. I'll talk about all that. I don't want to talk about this. Was asked if he's going to watch the interview. He said, probably not. Matt LaFleur, and it was his birthday. It was his birthday this week. The news dropped about Rodgers two days ago on his birthday, and now he's dealing with this today. And it's just an unpleasant situation. Rodgers, again, his medical decisions should be left in private. He said the media had this for months and were sitting on it. And when asked, well, why didn't the AJ Hawk asked, like, well, why didn't they drop it if they had it? He goes, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't just enough to cancel. Or maybe the media didn't publish it because they were protecting you a little bit. Like, maybe just a tad. And if you're like, no, Tom, the media sucks, then why'd they sit on it for two months? They're just waiting and hoping he gets COVID? Like, it just seemed like Aaron was like, hey, I wanted to avoid any controversy, so I wanted to, like, scoot around that answer, and now I've made even more of a controversy that didn't need to happen in the first place. Aaron Rodgers is free to do whatever the hell he wants with his body. That's not what the argument is here. That's not what any of this is. It's that this crap is so unnecessary, and, I, like, I just want to focus on football. It I hope Aaron Rodgers kicks COVID's ass. I hope he gets healthy. I hope he feels good. I know he said on Tuesday he wasn't feeling so good, but today he felt good. Great! Wonderful. Hope he's back to play against the Seahawks and they win a Super Bowl. I hope all of those things. I'm still a diehard Packers fan, what have you. And at the same time, a lot of people who are disappointed in Rodgers right now, you can be. That's fine. That's your opinion. That is your opinion and you are justified to have it. If you don't like Aaron Rodgers anymore, then you don't like Aaron Rodgers anymore. That's it, right? If you love Aaron Rodgers, sure, great. Love Aaron Rodgers. That's great. I just think that this just further divided people. It divided the fan base even more so. And at the end of the day, here we are, and it's unnecessary, and we're talking about it, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. So, I don't think I'm going to talk about this anymore. Um, I, I hope the Packers win on Sunday. I hope Jordan Love is phenomenal. Why? Because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, and uh, and that's what it's going to be. And Rodgers mentioned this too, talking about echo chambers. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people watching that, their biases were uh, reaffirmed, regardless of what side you were on, because we're just going to pick, you know, little bits that are going to reaffirm our biases and opinions and uh, and stick with that. So, yeah, let's try to look past that, uh, our own opinions and uh, get out of those echo chambers. It's real difficult, especially when, uh, you know, things like media are going to feed into that. Um, but yeah, like I said in the beginning, go watch it yourself. Form your own opinion, um, but this is not what I wanted to be talking about on a Friday. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Again, keep them civil. I mean, for like the, the problem has become like we can't have this discourse anymore. We can't even have this conversation. And I think Rogers like also added to that divisiveness by using language that was already politicized. So like 
I can say, I disagree with Rogers on this point and I'm called a whiny liberal. Or I say like, hey, I agree with Rogers on this point and then I'm a far right person. Like, I think it's just crazy. Like, let's get, like, let's move and grow out and mature past these labels and all this crap. Um, and you're having grown ass adults literally call you names on the internet. But that be the internet, can't really be too surprised. But we try. But folks, let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can also find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy. All social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go!